Greetings and welcome to today's podcast. Okay, with me, Steve. Okay, today I want to discuss the current issues around the world, but especially in the UK. Now, for months now, the price of petrol and diesel has been going up and up and up and up. (coughs) And... This should be a wake-up call, not only to go over to electric vehicles, because I don't think long-term that is going to be the answer. Isn't it just a matter of swapping one issue for another? What I mean by that is, okay, I can understand the cars, the diesel, the carbon monoxide, it will be great when we have no more of that on our roads. But if everybody switches to electric, it's going to increase the electrical supply. Everyone's going to be charging electric (coughs) batteries up, which again is going to have issues with the climate. So it's not the answer. Um, Perhaps going back to a simple way of life with a horse and a cart. I'm not joking. What would it cost? A couple of carrots and an apple? That's all the horse is going to want. Straight away, overnight, if we ban cars and we went back to horse and cart, millions of animals wouldn't lose their lives on the road. Foxes, all manner of birds, rabbits, beautiful pheasants, deers, and of course, the accidents with people. You know, you're not going to get the road rage and there's some crazy idiots on the road at the moment. Wow, what a blissful life. You'll just be on your horse with a cart and you'll be going down to, to the local general stores. It would make life slow down, which I think is what we need. But the world is racing around like there's no time to get anything done. Slow it all down. You're not going to hurt an animal. If there's a pigeon on the road, he'll probably fly up and land on the horse's head and see what's going on. It'll be a beautiful world. Now, I know some of you are saying yes, but there's going to be horse muck all over the streets. No, no, no. You put a hessian sack or something else underneath the horse, to to catch that muck, which we know is excellent manure for gardeners. Now, you can give it freely or even sell it. You can make an income. What will that income do? It will pay for apples and carrots and, and the well-being of your horse. Simple. That would be free travel. I have many simple solutions to the problems on this planet. Okay, moving forward to the next problem. Gas and electricity, especially in the UK, it's doubled and it's going to rise again and again and again. And I'm thinking to myself, this should be a wake-up call to humanity. Don't just sit there and pay for prices that they are demanding 
There are simple alternatives. We should not be depending on a 100-year-old power system. It's dated. It works at a price. Okay, alternatives are throw them at you. Solar. Solar panels now are a million times better than they were in the 80s. You don't even need to see the sun bail just power from light. They're so much more efficient now. People have them on their camper vans and they can power everything. They can power air conditioning units, fridges, freezers, you name it. Energy for free. Okay, yes, you've got to make an initial <coughs> investment to pay for solar panels, but they're a lot cheaper than they used to be. And in fact, I really, really do not understand why by now, in 2022, it should be mandatory for every single new home built in the UK to be covered in solar panels on the roof. It should be. But why isn't it? They want you to be paying for that old system. It's sickening. There's no need for such an old system anymore. There is wind power. You can get a wind turbine. Put it up in the garden. It will power something. There's always a breeze around. Always. There are many others, but those are the two well-known ones. <clears throat> now, in the UK, recently we have had a heat wave. There's a couple of things I want to mention on this. Um, because it's come to a lot of people's attention that the media, especially, well, I won't mention the names, but a big, a powerful, um, a big company in the UK with their weather. I never watch the channels, but their weather men and women <coughs> have come under attack for telling lies. And in fact, you can go back and look at images from only 2017 and it will show you the UK and Europe with temperatures exactly like we've recently had and it shows it as green and yellow. What do they do now? As part of their fear-mongering, it's orange and red and yet it's exactly the same temperatures you can go and find this for yourselves do your research and this has prompted a lot of people to complain and to message for the um these channels i almost said it ben and uh you know they are lying they're, they're making people afraid especially the younger generation you know we have had temperatures like this back then. We've had a massive drought in 1976. It didn't rain for about 12 weeks. 
can you imagine now if it didn't rain for 12 weeks? This country would go under. And now they're considering, listen to this, they're considering giving these um, heat waves names because they, they reckon it will make people more aware. Now, it's stupid, really, when you, when you listen and they give a wind or a snowstorm a name, like Katrina, Beast from the East, Gilbert. I mean, get real. When I, were young, when I was a young lad, growing up in the 70s and the 80s, it was called one thing, a gale force wind. Number seven, number two, number five, and so on. Didn't have to call it Charlie or some pathetic name. What are they going to call heat waves? Oh, I, I wouldn't know. But they're going to be spooky, scary names, probably. <coughs> anyway, moving along. In the UK especially, they have said that... Our houses in the UK are not constructed to keep us cool in the summer because normally we don't get 40 degree summers. So our houses are designed to keep us warm in the winter. Well, this has proved to be ineffective and and almost a disaster this year. Because people have just not been able to keep cool. We do not have air conditioning in, in homes. I don't know why. Because it's even, even before a heatwave, it still would be effective to have a cooling system in one's house. America have had air conditioning units since the 1960s. Their climate is very similar to the UK. Some of it's more hot, hotter, obviously, depending on if it's by Texas or Mexico or Vegas. But places like New York are equal, equally the same almost as the UK. The UK's got so much to learn. But they're so slow at changing. They were saying the other day, oh, we can't put one on, we can't put add uh, air conditioning units to our houses, we haven't got vent and, and, and systems in place. Bullshit. All you need to put a, an air conditioning unit inside a house is the unit itself on, a, on, an, on an external wall going outside where the condenser can be put outside on the wall. Simple. Yes, you've got to connect water up to it uh, um, and an outlet going outside. It's not an issue. There's water pipes from the radiators and everywhere else. Simple. It's an excuse not to get it done. Again, I think all new homes should come with solar panels and air conditioning units. <clears throat> Perhaps now, if we're going to get milder winters, don't even insulate any houses. Don't put no roof insulation in. What's the point? Do you want to live in an oven? It is much easier to get warm in winter than it is to get cool in summer. 
much easier. Now I've been reading recently that what we need to do in the UK is to, gr is to grow more trees. Because trees offer shade and they've been proven to take the temperature down between 5 and 10 degrees on a hot day. <coughs> well, try telling that to the local councils. The council where I live, which I'm not going to say the name, they're always cutting trees down. They've only got to drive around and see a tree and next minute they cut it down. They hate trees. And yet trees is in their name. They cut beautiful trees down sometimes. Which I think should be against the law. A tree should never be cut down. And if they come out of some excuse, oh, it, it, it could become a danger, get some wires and wire it down and make it safe. Especially if it's a mature old tree. It's a life form, it's a living thing, and it's offering shade. And trees are like the lungs of the earth. What else do they do, Steve? I'll tell you what else they do. They actually suck up all that carbon monoxide and horrible stuff and filter it for us and then they breathe out oxygen for us they give us oxygen fresh oxygen this is probably why so many people now globally are getting hay fever and breathing issues because they're taking away a lot of the hedges and a lot of the trees <coughs> which would normally give us more bountifuls of fresh air. The younger generation, under 40, as soon as they move into a new home, right, the first thing to go is for front lawn. Rip it up. Hedges, rip them up. What do they put there? Two cars. Why? Park on the road. Even if you've got to walk one minute up your road, does it matter? I think there should be tax, tax incentives for people that leave um, their gardens alone. And if they become a greener house and a greener garden, they should have tax, they should have some, some sort of, um, some sort of uh, reward compared to someone. In fact, I think it should be against the law to rip out a hedge and, and you know, for, for just, to, just to put a car there. It really should. And you get it in new, new young couples or whatever. They move into a home <coughs> and you think, oh, what are they doing now? The trees are coming down. It's like the younger generation hate trees. It's probably because they're a bunch of lazy assholes. Because let's face it, they are... But the young generation are pretty well lazy. They don't want to. They, all they want to do is sit on their ass and watch TV. Most of them don't want to go in a garden and do an hour's work a week. It's a shame. And these words might come out as being a bit sharp, but you've got to get real. Because if we don't, the children now that are growing up and in their prams, what kind of world are they going to inherit from us, the adults? In 2040, what are they going to have? Are they going to live in a land where there's hardly any trees? 
very if the temperature's going to become 40 in the UK like it has it did this this just a few weeks ago it was like it for about four three four days what if it's like that for three or four months and there's nowhere to go nowhere no shade those poor little kids of today if they had a voice would scream out at us today the adults they would scream Effing do something, will you? That's what that'd say. Don't ruin our lives. Now there has been a young fighter for the earth. Can't think of a surname. Greta Fomberg, I think her name is. Apologies if you're listening to this Greta and I got it wrong. But she she became a pioneer for a younger generation and I hope that she becomes a champion for nature as she grows into her 20s and forward on I hope really that she becomes a champion <coughs> for nature and conservation because it's not looking good out there people they keep putting things off for governments. They keep saying, yes, in five years we'll do that. Ten years we'll implement that. It's already come out now, but they, they, they say that everything's warming up a lot quicker than they first thought. Hmm. Hmm. So are they going to put stuff off for 10, 20 years and suddenly that's been brought forward two to five years? What are they going to do then? Oh, it's too late. Because that, that is what will happen if, 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 if nothing is done. The earth will go to a tipping point and no amount of technology will be able to salvage it. We're not advanced enough to be able to terraform a world and to be able to create life. Humans can only create destruction most of the time. That's what they're doing now. They're taking all the forests away. Which is why a lot of these countries in the east have landslides. It rains. All that rain then suddenly comes rushing down the hills that normally would have trees. Trees have roots. They would suck up hundreds of thousands of gallons of rainwater. They would suck up and, and their roots would hold the land together. Well, they've killed all the forests. All the rain's rushing down, taking half a hill with it, and that is why we've got the problems we've got now. It's simple. Simple. You can see it, you can read it. The writing is on the wall. If I was a governor of this world, like I said, no trees would ever come down. They, you would have to consult the leader, the main, you know, and even then, oh, no, that tree stays. In fact, well, I think when people move into a home, even if they're buying that house, they want to buy that house, there should be a clause in the contract and they should be asked, you know, it should be, oh, Mr. Mrs. Jones and Mr. Jones, we've just got to ask, do you have plans to renovate the garden or remove trees or bushes? And if they say, well, yes, we do. 
ah, you can't buy this house. Sorry, you've got to go and find another one. And if I say, right, it's for new claws. You have to, it's nature spaces. If you want to live in a place without a garden, you go and get an apartment in a city. That's what it should be. But gardens and houses with land should be kept in nature. Simple. I tell you what, people, vote for me and I'll make the world right. <laughs> I'm sure I am not on my own. In fact, I know I'm not. I know there is a lot of people um, that think along the same lines. It's like in the UK, and I dare say globally, you've got trading estates in the UK and you've got all the supermarkets and all these large offices and warehouses. And if you look at pictures from the air, what are they? Massive boxes, just roofs. And hardly any of them have got a solar panel on. Isn't that a crying shame? Now, somebody like the great Elon Musk, he, he would probably power the whole lot if I asked him to. A lot of businesses now are going to pay a lot of money for electric. If they put it up on their roofs, heck, if it doesn't power the entire system, it'll at least half their bills. Now, I don't have shares in solar panel, by the way. <laughs> I haven't got it myself. I live in an apartment and I, I can't put it on the roof because I don't own the building. <coughs> Which brings me on to another issue in the UK. Recently, there have been some <coughs> rental adjustments to the law. Now, this is making it extremely more difficult for landlords. It's almost like they've had their power taken away from them. Now, I believe that if you've got a tenant in your property and he or she is wrecking the place and causing, in not paying you rent, and, and ruining the place, you should not have to wait to go to court. It's your, it's the landlord's or landlady's property. Surely when a person, a tenant, starts smashing a place or live it, keeping it like a, like a tip, that should be a breach of contract. You should be allowed to go in and drag the scum out and kick them out and say, get. Want to live like an animal? Get in the woods. But no, they're not allowed to do that. These assholes have rights. It's a pathetic country, the UK. I don't know if the world's like that, but it's like that in the UK. But they brought out some new rules now. Normally, it's for landlord's right. If he or she does not want a person with dogs going into the landlady's or landlord's property, they can demand. No, no pets allowed. And rightly so. I used to be a landlord, and I never had it. You don't want stinking dogs going in there. You know? You've got to think of neighbours that they don't want a barking dog. And every single dog barks. I would allow a budgie, a beautiful, clean animal, 
but certainly not a, a dog. But no, they've been told now that if I haven't got a, a really good excuse, which I don't know what that is, they haven't clarified that, I don't think, they've got to allow a tenant to have dogs. How many? Who knows? Ten? Two? This is causing a lot of landlords and landladies to sell up. And I would do the same if I had property. It's a bloody cheek, pardon my French. You own a property and you're being told what you've got, you know, that you've got to do it. I mean, this is becoming a podcast slash rant. So I hope you're enjoying it. It's going on a little longer than I thought. 24 minutes. Wow, time flies when you're having fun, folks. I might have to do this in a part one and part two. I'm not sure how long I can actually record on here. But we'll keep going till we can. I'll, I'll keep it going for another five minutes or so. Um, so, yeah. I live in a rental accommodation. And luckily for me, no one's got a dog around here. I would move out if, if I had to have a neighbour that had a barking dog all day or night. You don't want it. There should be communities, there should be sections in town centres and cities where they, the apartments or even the houses, let's just say like in America you have gated communities. They should be peaceful communities. And it should be only for those people that doesn't want a dog or kids. Just for adults... No animals allowed. No cats, no dogs. You've got to bring balance into the equation. You can't just have a law saying, oh, you've got to do this, you've got to do this. You, you, you know, allow pets, allow kids. You've got to also have a balance that needs to be places that are constructed that's for people that only want peace and quiet. And those people that have got a dog or a cat or kids, oh, can I move it? No, you can't. It's not for you. It's not for your kind. You get over there, five miles away. This is for peaceful dwellers. That's how it should be. Harmony. Balance has to be a yin with a yang. Anyway, folks, <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed this. I've got, I'm going to try and sort of wind down a bit now and I'll do a part two in a few days or a week or so time goes ever so quick so if you see someone cutting a tree down moan people are too silent you've got a mouth there open it and shout and if you've got a garden or you've got land Grow more trees. Think of the animals. Look at the insects. You hardly see an insect anymore in the UK. Some people might be happy, but it's a bad sign. Very bad sign. If a little bee dies out, humanity could die out because they pop, propagate a lot of our foods for us in the fields, on the farms. Anyway... Excuse me. Have a great rest of your day. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you've got any questions, um, email me. I think my email address is somewhere on my 
description. If you want to do a podcast with me at some point and join in, I do podcasts on a lot of things, primarily paranormal. But sometimes an issue like this, I have to speak about. So I do it as a podcast. It's my podcast show. I can talk about whatever I do want to. Hey. Anyway, thank you for listening. If you really enjoyed this, if you know anyone that would like to listen to this, do share it on your social networks. Let's spread the word. Peace.